Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Coffee listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. These Monday holidays always kind of throw me. I mean, I'm super grateful that it's Wednesday, but my mind feels like it's Tuesday. So, you know, but I know it's not, and I'm happy about that. So, anyway, if you get a chance, my new favorite magazine is The Atlantic. Um, I don't know that I've ever really read it consistently, and I'm not sure why I started. You know, in my job, I do a lot of reading, uh, hunting and gathering for news and statistics to back up theories. And so I read a lot. And I've always kind of been partial to Vanity Fair for my political stuff and some social stuff. But um, for some reason, I remember going to the Atlantic.com and I was like, boy, it's about 10 articles I want to read uh, here. And so I've been checking them consistently. I read an article yesterday. If you get a chance to read it, it's long because you know what? When you're doing investigative journalism like we need to have done, uh, the articles are going to be long. But it's really good. It's called Why Are Young People Having So Little Sex? Um, and then it kind of it's sound, it starts off focusing on teenagers, but it really does expand to every age group. Every age group is pretty much having less sex than previous generations. Um, and what I find fascinating about that are mostly the reasons why. And uh, in a, in a big arrow, almost every time it goes right back to porn, especially because it's so prolific. And you couple that with um, people's diminishing skill set in terms of meeting people in real life and talking to them. Uh, then you have like this sort of, well, I don't have to talk to you. I can just go look at porn and satisfy that need and, and you know, get rid of my anxiety and my horniness. So it's like, let me kill two birds with one stone. But it's a very interesting article. I I really hope you guys read it. I'm going to dig into it more um, and break down more things on this podcast about it because I think it's that important. Um, I'm fascinated by the primal things. I don't know if you guys have, if you've listened to maybe even half of the 300 podcasts I've done. Um, I am very fascinated by things that are primal, you know, food, sex. Well, sex is the one primal thing that kind of trips up the human race. But, you know, things you need to live, things that are basic to your existence as a human being fascinate me. Because as sophisticated as we think we've become, it's the primal stuff that really uh, is the fuel to the to the engine. You know, it's like that's where the rubber meets the road. And so I'm always fascinated by those things and some people's inability to conquer the primitive, the primal, the things that make us humans, you know. So uh, it is a little disconcerting. You read the article. There are a lot of young people who who uh, young and all the way up to the 30s and 40s who just don't know how to talk and apparently if you haven't had sex by 17 you you probably won't have sex until you're 25 and depending on what your issues are you may never have sex which I'm not saying you know we need to walk around bonking each other on the head and doing it all the time but uh sex is a very vital part of the human existence not only uh, reproductively but it it's a great expression of 
connection and uh, just, you know, you, we need to have sex. I can't articulate it. I'm not a scientist and I'm not like a person that's like, go do it, do it, do it. But I do believe that sex is an important part of the human experience. And if you haven't had it, um, well, you should, you know, uh, maybe get into some sex therapy or something, which I think actually will be a huge industry because I don't know if you guys realize this, but virtual reality, there's no field that is really running forward with virtual reality as a, as a staple except porn. So if you don't know what VR is, basically you put on these headphones, the headphones, music's always on my brain. You put on this, uh, these eye things. It's like you, you can, what I have is very basic. You stick your phone into these, these, uh, I sort of like a very ugly advanced binocular set. You slide your phone in there and it gives you visuals. So like Oculus and, uh, you know, I think Samsung, they all have something out in the market, but consumer VR hasn't really taken off yet, you know, but it really gives you an immersive experience. You feel like you're about to go down a roller coaster. You feel like you're in the music video with you too. You feel like you feel like that's happening to you. So imagine that with sex and VR, there are lots of VR. I can't say lots because I don't know, but Virtual reality and sex are starting to take the lead in terms of consumer VR. You know, everybody's like, oh, virtual reality is 20 years away. Well, it's not when it comes to porn. People love porn. And apparently now young people are just like, you know what? I don't need the hassle. I don't need the diseases. I don't need, you know, the rejection. I'm just going to watch this porn and, you know, go to town. And uh, apparently, I mean, it's just having some long term effects because people are now just not able to talk to to other people. And it and listen, I'm going to tell you, you do not want to learn your sex skills from porn. It, it, that's like saying you're a doctor because you watched ER or, you know, something on TV. I watch Chicago Med, so I'm a doctor like <laughs> you're not going to learn that way. <laughs> Because real medicine isn't like TV and real sex is not like porn at all. Um, And apparently a whole bunch of young men, probably in the last 20 to 30 years, as porn has become more prolific, um, that's where they get all their skills. So that is a problem uh, because A, yuck, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Uh, important it shouldn't go on in real life and you know I think I think some men some young men's expectation I'm gonna say young but I'm sure this affects all men who are kind of addicted to porn it it shapes what they expect their partner to be able to do and because as I've touched on for many weeks now women are so desperate to have someone that they will uh start to change and try to do those things so they can keep their man. And, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere. Apparently choking people out is huge right now in sex because it's huge in porn. Well, I don't know. 
no one's ever tried to choke me. And if he did, he'd be really sorry because I'd be trying to choke his ass back. Um, I, I, no, thank you. And then apparently the weird part is they don't even ask you first. Apparently, uh, a dude might just be like, you know, it's time to choke her out and not tell his partner that's that's what he wants to do. And she's pretty much like, is he trying to kill me? Like what? <laughs> I, I said it a few weeks ago and, and I'll say it again. We're having all the people who need to be talking about sex should be talking about it and not having it yet. You know what I mean? Like, let's have real sex education. I know when I was in school, sex education was uh, boys go over here, girls go over here, and uh, this is basically you're going to get your period, and now you can have babies, and you can even get pregnant if he doesn't even penetrate you, and if if that sperm is flying around the room, you could get pregnant. I mean, it was real, like, uh, basic biology. It was not about sex education, but they called it that and they gave us some little books and uh, it was nothing instructive about that. So we live in a really weird society where no one tells you how to be a human. They they tell you basic stuff and then you're supposed to figure out the rest, you know, um, which makes no sense because we live in an information age and, you know, it just seems to be like a, a stultifying lack of maturity. You know, you should be able to go ask your parents, you know, hey, this guy, I'm 17. I just made out with my boyfriend. He tried to choke me out. What what does that mean? <laughs> you know, you should be able to go to your parents and ask those questions. And I think a lot of young people don't feel like they can. Or, you know, this is what I was trying to say about uh, Insecure, the show on HBO. Issa is 30 something, but apparently she doesn't know anybody over her age group and she doesn't consult with anybody over her age group. That's not a good message to send. Even if you just have an auntie that you can go and talk to. I am that person for many people. I have a nephew that I'm super close to and then everybody else kind of treats me like their favorite aunt. You know, there's there's very few things you can call me with that I won't be you know, trying to help you, you know, I'm that aunt. So, you know, I just feel like people need somebody they can talk to. And I think Issa should add somebody to her show. Even if it's just an example for some of these young people out here trying to emulate insecure, um, because that's, that's who's impressionable. Shit. I'm old. You ain't nothing I can see on TV. That's going to make me be something that I'm not. Okay. So, I can listen to certain music. I can watch certain TV show. I can look at all of it. I know who I am. It's these young people who don't know who they are. They need more instruction. So if you get a chance, um, read this article. It's called Why Are Young People Having So Little Sex? It's by Kate Julian. It's very good. I'm actually going to revisit this topic probably more than once uh, because it's troublesome, you know, we are probably the unhealthiest we've ever been. There's a reason why there's all these erectile dysfunction commercials on TV. Uh, These young ladies are showing up to, to doctors with all kinds of scarring. And, you know, apparently uh, young people don't understand you need lube for sex. Uh, If, if you just throw your body on mine and start shoving things places, it's going to hurt and it's not going to be good. They don't understand that. I mean, what in the world are we doing?
you know, forget all the other craziness. Politics is, itself is a circus, but we can't even we can't even do the basic uh, have sex with each other. <laughs> like that to me is human 101. If you can't figure anything else out, you ought to be able to figure out how to have sex. And, um, you know, and I'm not trying to be funny about it. I, I don't get that. We that's rough. We need to figure it out. We need to have more um uh, not more conversations. We need to have better conversations, uh, especially with our young people. If if I had a son and he was mounting people without their permission and, and tearing things on a young lady, I would be very, very upset with him and me because, you know, I'm not trying to become uh, Dr. Ruth or anything, but this is basic stuff. And you need to be able to talk to your people about how to do the basics. And sex is a basic. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying you got to be a pro, but it should be fun. And if it's not fun, let's start there. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, <laughs> happy, happy Wednesday. <laughs> it's hump day. See, so we're on topic. You know, all right, people be good. Thank you. I appreciate the love. Thank you for listening. You guys are the best, the absolute best.